So as I was saying before I was there, we have Christina, Ayo, Bengals, and Emmanuel. And together we are the CQ Podcast. Faith, our faith discussions. Last week we were talking about, you know, generally how we found our faith, um, times where we've been tested, and you kind of got a glimpse into each one of our walks throughout Christianity. So today we're just going to... <laughs> God, can you hear me? No, <laughs> bless you, man. Bless you. I'm sitting there in my car and I'm getting mad. <laughs> oh. Like, oh. is the connection that bad? We couldn't hear you anymore, but we can hear you now. Yeah. Yeah. You can hear me now. <laughs> Don't worry. It's okay. We just go with the flow today. Just go with the flow. We're gonna Soon need come. we're gonna need Soon a studio, come. guys. Boris Boris said what? Four four yeah. six people, isn't it? Don't worry. Soon come. Soon come we'll have our place, our Soon. studio. Yeah, because you, <laughs> you missed that. As Bengal Benga said. Go on, Ayo, go on. Yeah, I was just saying that. As Benga said, welcome to our discussion on faith. Yeah, even Um, you guys are breaking up. Last week, we looked looked at our personal stories, our personal walks with faith, and you got to hear um, a little bit from each of us on, you know, how we found our faith and also, like, the biggest crisis that we came to in our faith, the biggest point in our faith where we were where we were tested, and we uh, spent a tiny bit of time talking about resolving that crisis, and as a sort of bring like a beginning topic, I want us to continue on on that um, of resolving crisis in faith. If anyone has any points they want to make or any things they want to say hmm. um i don't mind um taking it taking the floor um i think the first thing that came to mind now when you were talking about crisis um i think calling it crisis might sound a little bit um extreme but i was just i was just reflecting on myself today actually and i was thinking about the way I am and I was thinking uh, of the fact that I love pleasing people like it's just one of the aspects of my personality that is very very dominant and when I think about myself growing up I know that it's been dominant for pretty much as long as I can remember like my whole life so for me the crisis that I constantly experience and more than crisis I guess I'll call it conflict is is the fact that I know that in Christ the only one to please is him and we shouldn't be pleasing people but we we give honor onto him as opposed to anybody else and Technically, that should then bring honor to us. And if it also brings honor to other people, hey, good. Um, but for me, that is the, the constant battle. Constant uh, battle where sometimes I, I do find it very, very hard where I realize that I'm pleasing people more, more than anything else. So I then have to catch myself and understand that um I'm not really giving honour to who honour is due. Um, So, yeah, no, to me, that is just one thing where resolving it is just a a matter of catching myself and really acknowledging that what I'm doing is is, is not, it's pleasing people first. So just realigning my priorities and my focus, really, 
Um, and just because I'm also very diplomatic. <laughs> so it's just one of those ones where sometimes I'm I'm a little bit like hesitant of just like coming across as too bold, although that is gradually changing um, with time. But yeah, no, that's that's one area that for me is a constant, sometimes crisis, sometimes conflict, and then there's a little bit of a victory, but then it's a little bit of a cycle, like continually. Um, but yeah, we grow, we move, and we, we are transformed indeed. But it's definitely, for me, it's a big process, a big, big, big journey. But um, I can tell that um, there are massive differences, but there's still a lot of work to do. But yeah, God, God helps us as long as we help ourselves. So, yeah, that's that's me. What about you guys? You know what? I wanna I wanna jump in and say prayer as a as a means of recovering from crisis. Or well, as you were saying, like calling it crisis makes it sound a lot more. It it sounds extreme. It sounds like very extreme so mm. when, we, when we come into, when we come across issues or problems like using prayer as a medium to resolve that I think is a helpful thing because mm. remember like prayer is like your means of talking with God it's your it's your way of expressing it's a, a way of expressing your relationship with him and mm. if you can like sort of put all your problems out there in front of him it's sort of, if i found in my case that it sort of reduces the stress i have about those problems if i put them all out in the air for the lord to take control i'm not and another thing mm. that i found very helpful is talking to people that have been through similar or similar issues because then you're getting mm. different different angles to the same problem instead of just attacking it one day. and it makes it, it makes it a more digestible problem it makes it an easier thing to tackle yeah it's, mm. Mm. No. it's good points good points definitely especially to be honest both of them are a good point that we I think those are some of the things that um we know is a little bit like when um when you've got an exam and you you have studied you've studied but then in the moment something comes over you and you just forget the answers and then once the exam is done it's like oh snap I should have written so I feel like it's very similar when you're going through crises or conflicts or difficult times you know uh in Christ in the moment sometimes uh we know we know what we're supposed to do we know of the um importance of putting our faith and trust in him and really asking him to to guide us and to uh make a way you know where there seems to be in a way but sometimes in that very moment it's quite difficult um, but yeah, I do also think that the more you cultivate that relationship with him, the more um, it, it becomes a little bit more natural, you know, to rely on him. Because I do think that you... Did someone say hello? No, Christina, continue, continue. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, I feel like sometimes when you, you kind of need to allow you need to train yourself but you also need to allow yourself to be trained by the holy spirit if that makes sense because you really need to humble yourself and submit yourself so that those crises can eventually gradually really leave you if not you you'll be stuck in those crises even if you know what you need to do you know that you need to pray you know that you need to trust in him but you're, you're not really applying it you're not actually um believing actually in that being the answer to to the problem so uh, do you think that the game changer is when you, you you're truly submitting yourself you, you're truly acknowledging that hey like the end of the day as human beings i always say that we're so limited so i feel like when you come to that understanding that you truly need him i think that's when you start seeing real results in yourself and 
you start accelerating because you you understand that he is our fuel, he's our petrol, you know. And the more petrol you put in, the more you're able to move. So I've got a question. I've got a question. Yeah. Have you guys spoken about um like um another thing that you can call um call strongholds? No, no. Uh, please elaborate. So like you're saying crisis, yeah. And this is me just catching up as well, yeah. Because obviously the connection was insane. Yeah. Um, but um, in terms of what we would call a stronghold now are things that are strongly attached onto your characteristics. Like they latch onto who you form yourself to be right and mm. when you're breaking free and walking in purpose um there's certain things that you would find yourself giving into bit by bit but you know that you have to let go of them now yeah but you just have no way of escaping it as who you are in it so um this is something that I, I would say it was probably something I I went through, yeah. And you're talking about um, ways in which you can. I heard the prayer and and all of that, yeah. But I feel like even sometimes you get to a point where you find you don't even know what a prayer is. Like mm. if someone if someone said prayer, you'll be like, oh damn, yeah. So you get. For myself, it mm. was, um, uh, I'd say, having that, um, your sphere of influence. Yes. Yes. Your sphere of influence, I'd say, is incredibly important as a human being. I've got a, I'd call it a philosophy now, yeah, that the type of people that I've invested around me will determine my network of influence. Mm. I also say that I can be friends with anyone. I also say that I can, that I have a lot of friends in different um, areas, sectors. I have multifaceted friends if you were to categorize mm. what I'm trying to say. Do you understand? Yeah. Mm. So, um, depending on the point of, and period of my life, yeah, within my friendship circle, I should be able to find someone who I can look up to as this person spiritually is doing the things I would aspire to do or, or aim to do or they're doing the things within their ministry that I aspire or aim to, or they're doing the things in their business that I aspire or aim to, or they're doing things in their education that they aspire to aim to, or their sector of life, their career. You've got specific friends that are doing very well in certain things, you understand? Mm-hmm. So I also always remind myself that my journey is always different, that wherever I am, I'm where I need to be. But there's also somebody who has been where I've been. Hmm. Do you get? Yeah. 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 There, there's, there's, there's always someone that can can relate and they are encouraging. Hmm. My thing is, I'm not afraid to expose hmm. how I'm feeling. It just depends on who I'm exposing it to. Yeah, and I feel like sometimes even before you get to a place that you start exposing it to God, you're gonna need to expose yourself to someone else to say, "Look at me, like look at what I'm going through, look at where I'm trying to get to." Like having someone that I could talk to and be completely free and honest about how I am, how I'm feel like I'm sinking 
outro like I know there's a God that I'm even coming to his presence and making more of an effort of coming to his presence this that this that but once I leave his presence like I feel empty and you can tell someone this like you can say like your pastor or your friend like your bro like for myself it was um a brother of mine who went to the same uni as me and he encouraged me so much because i remember when i saw him get baptized um and then he went on to work at the church and he's doing really well for himself in it but there was a point where me and him were really i made myself i made the relationship so I could have constant conversations with him to get me on the path that I need to get on. Do you understand? That's how I yeah. began to develop more of a deeper understanding of what it means to have that peace of mind, that that warm, joy, loving spirit within. Do you get? I feel like for mm-hmm. me, that was a release before the prayer before the time spent with God, um, like I felt just being able to be vulnerable, vulnerable with my progress and people around me is 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 an insane step. That mm. I feel like some people fail to, to to neglect that people people neglect that. Fam, it's about mm. opening up. And how am I able to open up? Because, you know, like, sometimes we say, oh, yeah, we'll go to work here. And mm-hmm. some of these work colleagues will, will try and, and, and beg friends with you, like, like mm-hmm. saying that you're their best friends and whatnot. Like, do you, Christina, can you relate to that? Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Do, do, do you understand what I mean? But it's because mm-hmm. of how comfortable they feel with you around like they don't have that mm. usually do you get it's not common enough for them so people who have common um a lot of common relationships and meaningful like they have a lot of friends outside of work they'll be like ah oh, like oh, yeah, that's my mate like it's, it's kind of situational <laughs> they have <laughs> but it's, it's the truth it's like it's quite situated. Like, how are you in my life? How are you impacting my life? Like, like, you're. N- I'm not always at work. <laughs> type mm-hmm. of thing. So, mm-hmm. so how else stimu- do you stimulate my life? Type of thing. And it's like that's the relationships that when you when when you pinpoint that relationship and say this relationship will will actually make me do friends. It's just like the saying that says, um, "Show me your friends, and I'll tell you who you are." Yeah, definitely. Do- do you get because everybody's got mm. friends everybody actually has friends mm. you know, do you understand what I'm saying mm. so how mm. are they going to influence you positively is the question because mm. that's a whole point of friendship for me like my friendship shouldn't diminish me and I shouldn't feel diminished mm. but it's not because of that relationship it's just because that's the influence that is being had on me. Like, if I'm having a diminishing mm. relationship or something, there's something wrong there. Any type of relationship mm. will always be beneficial to you. Yeah. So I feel like for myself, like having having uh, openness in my relationships and being, um, uh, I think the word was intentional about my. Mm decision to get closer that is what um, it was for me first Mm. Mm. I like that you know and I actually think that it's quite it is not as easy um, to find relationships like that where you can be transparent and where you can actually be vulnerable and that vulnerability is treated with love but mm-hmm. I was actually reading the scripture of the day today 
um, and it was talking about the importance of having harmony in every single type of relationship that we have um, with people. And I think that kind of marries what, what you're saying and how to, how sometimes we're able to overcome, you know, hurdles and difficulties in, in the journey, in the Christian journey that we, we are on. Um, and I think that that is powerful in itself. And that goes to show, you know, the power of love. Um, God tells us that we need to, you know, love our neighbor and the fact that love covers all sins and it covers, you know, it covers just so, so much. Um, and to me, that that is just so beautiful because uh, the love that we have, you know, between one another is an extension of the love that God has for us. Uh, and that we have towards him as well so I think uh, I quite like it and to the people that are listening it just goes to show that there's just so many tools that God gives us you know to to help us in this journey um and um, as Eman so said Christina, yeah so, so even just Go to on. add on to what you're 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 saying um mm. two weeks ago two weeks ago now I I had booked an appointment with um, um, with a mentor to go and speak to one of my mentors in it um, mm. to have a conversation um, with him. So understand that within less than an hour conversation, I walked away with so much more insight onto you what I'm actually doing. Do you understand what mm. I'm like when you think about it now, so we so since them since them past um two weeks I have had no contact with this mentor of mine. Yeah. Maybe before mm. that contact um I might see a message um Maybe he does like a thirty-minute message, like he's a pastor in it. So maybe he does like a thirty-minute message that I'll catch maybe two times a month, if that, if that. Mm. Like, do you get? But the inf- the influence that he had for me in less than an hour was a long conversation, mm. but just under an hour, like I've been holding on to them words because it was about me. Do you get? Like it was about our mm. relationship and that conversation so i'm saying if you can have and i'm not saying that everyone has that kind of um relationship but i've decided to go and get that relationship oh yeah mm. Do you, mm. like when you come mm. to a decision in your mind that this is what you have to look at what do i need mm. you have mm. to put your pride aside and say <laughs> this is this is what I need. Like it's a necessity to myself, and I feel like the the human being is so is such a versatile creation that it can manifest from nothing. Do you understand what I'm? Did you do you understand what like human beings create out? They create nothing. They create from nothing. They create something out of nothing. Like, but what is that? <laughs> but what is that nothing? Like, fam, if it's not good, bro, like, this is what I'm saying. Like, you, you have to come to that understanding. You have to come to, to that. I feel like it's a mindset. I feel like you have to mm. get to a place. And I'm still getting to that place. I feel like sometimes I'm in that mm. place. But I just always have to say, I just have to, it's a reminder. That's just mm. like a reminder. Like, okay, this is what I need. How do I need to go get what I need? Mm. Mm. Ooh. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Mm. Mm. No, I feel like you've used a word that, to be honest, you said so many things that I'm um, walking away with, but you used one word as well. Um like being intentional and I think that is very very key you know because 
we're talking about how like crises or conflicts that we've had and we're talking about how to get out of it but I do think that definitely mindset and being intentional about the fact that we want to get out of it it's key you know um because without that we will be stuck in that crisis and I think then the crisis becomes an excuse to stay in the crisis as well to to and then the conflict or whatever we're going through becomes like we internalize it so much that that's it we feel like we are that we are that problem Um, something Christina just now yeah you you said something before you even said this word harmony yeah um as well yeah and when um my mental broke down this this word harmony yeah i swear down yeah yeah what from the things that he was saying yeah i you man we have to have another we have to have a private conversation <laughs> yeah. we have to have a private um conversation but from what this guy said about harmony yeah he was he was talking about how sometimes in our lives yeah, we're trying to balance everything out yeah that uh I'm going to give God 20%. I'm going to give my work 20%. I'm going to give this 20%. But you do, you can't give everything the same mm. uh, you get. And he said that you have to get to this place of harmony. And I said, goodness gracious, what's he going to come and say? Like, and um, Ayobami and Menga, you guys are musicians, right? Yeah. And Emmanuel. So it's huh? I said, and Emmanuel, but carry on. But Emmanuel was talking, so <laughs> don't 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 interrupt. Don't do that. <laughs> so you guys are, are are musicians, right? Yeah. So if I also ask you in your words, what is harmony? Yeah, either one of you, go for it. I think of singing mainly, just a blend of voices. <clears throat> no, but no, yes, no, I... you can't just say a blend of voices. You can't just say a blend. No, of okay, voices. okay, no, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you just said a double word now. So, oh my goodness, no, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, in less than an hour conversation, you guys are mentioning the words that this man was talking about. You just said discipline, right? So, within harmony now, yeah, you you mentioned that it's like a blend of voices on one voice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was like. If you were to say now, if you wanted to use your your percentage analogy, if you gave your one self fifty percent, yeah, and to have everything else complementing that fifty percent, and it was like if if those complements of everything else, whatever you were focusing on at that particular point in time, is still part of yourself. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And when he was mm. breaking this down to me, yeah. I was just like, oh my goodness gracious me. Like, <laughs> it's like, what are you, what are you most disciplined about? Mm-hmm. Is how we sometimes try to reason. But he was just like, if you know you're disciplined in certain areas, why can you not be disciplined in all areas? Because it's all mm-hmm. about yourself. Mm-hmm. And I said, God. I said, God, mm. <laughs> like, this, guy, this guy was talking gems. gems. Like, this is why I've been MIA, fam. I'm like, <laughs> I've been bamboozled. I've been bamboozled. What? Man, you're making sense, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, was Who's this mentor? Sorry, maybe, maybe I need to get in touch. <laughs> no, but honestly, um. but honestly, it's like in all, in all in all, yeah, fam. Like understanding that life is a process, understanding that yeah. there are things that are not in our control. There are mm. some things that are not in our control, but we do have control. Do you understand? And it's like, about what is your focus? What is your intention in this current period of time? Like, mm. it's good mm. to plan. So what is your current intention? Three, six, year, three years, five years. 
where do you aim to be? What do you aim to be doing? How do you aim to look? Um, mm. And yeah, like when you come to that understanding, yeah, that everything is as much as it is for everybody else, it's for you. Like, it's for your benefit. Like, oh, I know I've been away for a minute, guys. I know there's a lot, but like, when I, when I mean, I was bamboozled, yeah. Oh, mate. <laughs> He's something else. I can tell that. I can tell that that conversation was like life. Like he, he was like speaking life into into you. So I I can tell, and I think that's that's just the beauty um, of human beings, and that's just the beauty of brotherhood and like Christianhood as well, uh, oh, if you can call it. That. Christina, you you guys are killing it today. You just said another thing. The brotherhood, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is on a different one. He is, he is, but he's excited, that's why. This is the last one. But honestly, I haven't when was I haven't spoken to you guys in like what a week and a bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's where I believe you have. That's that's your why. 
to faith. Mm. That is your why you're in the faith. That's your why. Mm. Why? Mm. If anyone wants to ask me why I'm in the faith, why do I have faith? Because I need help. Mm. Do you get? Definitely. You Definitely. Mm. But yeah, that's okay. the last thing. Go on, guys. <laughs> he said. <laughs> Go on, guys. <sighs> no, to be honest, I, I loved loved listening to everything that you had to say and just like the the gems that you got from this one hour. It was just one hour, you said, right? Oh, honestly, yeah. One hour conversation uh, and gone. No, I was going to say, like, when you... This is um, one thing that I'm beginning to appreciate, yeah, our time now. Um, mm. We yeah. don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but what are you actually going to dedicate your time to? That we mm. only actually have 24 hours in a day. Of that 24 hours, we know we need to eat and sleep. Mm. Where else are your other hours going to now? Like, what are we actually going to mm. focus on? And it's actually mm. just making that decision to say, ah, right, cool, let me take some time for me, let me take some time for God. Let's take time for everything else. Mm. 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 Yeah. No, I agree. I agree completely. And I think this this story that you just shared is just a test testament uh of um how much of an impact we can have on people. You know, it, it could be and in psychology we say that every interaction is an intervention um and look at this you know uh, a one hour interaction was an intervention because he released so much truth and so much love and so much power onto you um and i think this is just an encouragement to us as well young people in christ um that we can be exactly that because sometimes it's also um sharing our crisis to people um you know, that can also be an encouragement because it can allow others to recognize and understand that they're really not alone, uh, but also sharing, you know, how far we have come through Christ. And sometimes it, it may seem like um, not a lot has changed, but I can guarantee anybody that, you know, when we are in Christ, there, there will be so many things that you can say that have changed, you know, so and then all glory goes to him anyways, but... I think that in itself carries so much power, you know. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed listening to that. And I actually find it very encouraging, very, very encouraging. Um, yeah, what about you guys? What are you thinking? Yeah, I, I <laughs> it was a very interesting conversation. I, it was very interesting to hear some of the, some of the points you were making because... You know, I never really stopped to think about those sort of things. I never really stopped to think about that. And, you know, it's like something I'm going to take away from this. It's like something I'm going to now reflect on in my own time to see if there's, like, to see what else is there, if you know what I mean. Mm. Mm. Now, I do have a question related, slightly, slightly relating to that. And, like, do you think there's a difference in the way that us and our peers, our generation, approaches faith compared to the generation before us? And if and if that and if your answer to that is yes, why do you think that is? Why why would there be a difference in the way we approach our faith? Interesting question. Because these are sort of like. Are we sitting here like talking and then all of a sudden? Pardon? I bingo. I haven't heard your voice, bro. I've just been listening, man. I feel like I feel like the connection was bad at the beginning. I don't feel like I got to say hi to everyone. And I haven't heard Bengo's voice, man. What's going on, man? I've been hearing Ayo's voice bears. Ayo, man, why are you always talking, man? (laughs) Me. (laughs) Me. You were hearing your own voice, Emmanuel. (laughs) 
But yeah, I was your question again. Um, yeah. Is there a difference in the way that us and our generation approaches faith compared to those that came before us? And if your answer to that is yes, why do you think that is? Um, anyone else? Anyone got anything to say? Um, yeah. Time to think about it. Think no, about I've, it. I've, my... I, I have some ideas as well. I've been, I've been not doing some research. I've been having some conversations. I have a lot of conversations, guys. Um, on Tuesday, on um, on our own boys' podcast, in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of our friends came on. He he had done some projects in Nigeria and whatnot, and we we're talking about our homelands and our parents and how we ourselves as Nigerian now. Um, like, so we're not even looking at like the spiritual or or anything. Like, we're just looking at like where we come from. And when you look at like our upbringing and how the differences to their upbringing, because there's more, as it is more differences than similarities because I see a big part of that, that played was the environment as well. So it's going to change them, which will change us. And as we mm. grow now, you know, like, we start seeing life in a different way again. Mm. And even the way that our children will see our faith, it will be different. Mm, definitely. Do, do, do you get so? Um. Yeah, it's different. Like it's only, it's only now that. Um. Sorry, but I was gonna say like it's only mm-hmm. now that like, uh, my mom and I can listen to the same messages on the way to work, and she'll be understanding what they're picking up. Like even um this afternoon, um, one of my little sisters came around, and we were just talking, and I was just like, ah, oh, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. And my mom was copying too as well. So I was like, I know that. It's just like a level of communication and understanding that needs to be had, but it's always going to be different. Mm. Yeah. I agree. I feel like you'll always play some some part, but it's not the be all or, be all or end all. That's it. Mm. Mm. I completely agree. I do think that, um, you know, it kind of goes back to when we were talking about culture, um, you know, where where you're born and where you decide to stay for your life will play a very big role. Um, And also who you think you are, your identity, where you place your identity will also play a big, big factor. Um, so I believe that in the African, especially in Nigeria, now I'm thinking about the Yoruba culture where I'm from, um, there's a, a massive reliance on culture, you know, and tradition and customs and habits. It's just like, it, it's very much engraved in you. So when you're then thinking about comparing yourself to your parents or my parents, I do think that there's a there's a difference in in the way uh, they do things and in the way they they carry themselves as Christian. And personally, I also believe that is because of this culture is is because of the heaviness of culture in uh, Christianity. Um, that being said, um, I also think that. Um, yeah, as I was say, as Eamon said, and as I also believe, the environment will will play a role, will, will play a factor in the style. It, it's almost like there's, there's different styles, and I think uh, there's a. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say this, but I, I do think that there's, there's a almost an old school Christian vibe to my parents when I think about it, um, and. The, the the Christianity that I've embraced or the relationship that I have with Christ is in a way that it makes me think about how I want to be with my kids, for example. Um, so anyways, I, I could say so many things, but I do think that culture is what makes the difference. Um, 
because that's almost uh, the lenses that some people use to view life and also to view Christianity. So that is what makes the, yeah, the massive difference. There's also similarities, but I do see more differences, more than similarities in the style, yeah, the style of Christianity. Um, I don't know if I can give you a why, um, why things are different, but they always are going to be different, as uh, it was said before, because generations aren't exactly meant to be the same. I think as much as um, the ones that came before us do try and, you know, bring us up um, the same way they were brought up, obviously there's going to be certain differences in terms of the environment we grew up in. Um, you know, and it, it's that we're, we're aiming to achieve the same result, but we're going our own way about it. And that doesn't necessarily mm. do it wrongly. It's just that, you know, due to it being a different time, it, there is a different way to do things. It's, it's like the same with business. There's a different way to do it than how it was done before. How it was done before, you would be there in person selling your product, whereas now you can do that online. You don't necessarily have to be there in person. So mm. there's always changes that come about in terms of generational uh, methods. But I think the result that we're trying to achieve is still the same. It's just True. the way we go about it is different. Okay. Great answer, everybody. I'm going to come at this from the other other way, seeing as you've all said that there there are more differences and similarities. Um, my counterpoint is: Why should there be more differences than similarities? the The instructions are the exact same. The instruct like the way to the way to live your life, the way to handle everything that you come across it's all right there in the bible plain 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 day it's all right there so i'm going to say that like there shouldn't be as many differences as they are and i i understand that i completely agree with like whole the whole generational gap thing being a difference but when you think about it apart from the translation the, the Bible has not changed since its inception. The way the Bible is was written has not changed. So, therefore, the way that we as Christians should live our life, in essence, has not changed. Hmm. I feel like... Um... Yeah? Go on, Neiman. So, are you telling me now that, alright, cool, when Adam and Eve came to the world, follow me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They treated their relationship with God the same way Moses treated the relationship with God. Are you then telling me that David treated his relationship with God in the same way. Follow the timeline. Are you now then telling me that Jonah followed his relationship with God in the same way? Yeah? From that, the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you now then telling me that Peter followed the same relationship with Christ? Are you now telling me that Paul get further on history and there's other people now that you see have really good relationships with God yeah and you're looking are they not all just the same human beings yeah they're all the same but yeah they've been through different things so yeah their relationship with God will be different even though it's the same God the Bible says the same yesterday today and forever like we all change we change human beings mm-hmm. human like the the whole evolution 
you know, Christians seem to be so quick to dismiss the whole the, the word evolution means to like is to evolve, to emerge, to progress onto the next. Like human beings have evolved. Mm-hmm. Human beings have become of another. Like they are forever changing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's the same gods, but human beings are changing. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's still the same, so it's always going to be different. You get it's still it's the same message, the, the same principles. Do you understand? The same principles. All that changes is like the the way of life and the the specific time and era, the environment. You get like it's all subjective. I'd say. Because you could break it all down. But that's why I'm saying that it's not about looking at that. It's looking about how you can relate. Do you understand? Yeah. Like, I can still relate to um, someone. I remember a time. I think it was in NCS. And I met this old lady. Old, I see one woman. Um... You guys get that? Mm. Everyone get that? I see one. I no, I don't. I see. Okay. So, Christina, I see one is terminology that the police use to describe like Caucasian skin oh. tone. I see oh, two right. is like of like mixed. So it could be like. Asian or mixed race. Um, Wait, I, I, three. All right. mm-hmm. I, I see three male with, yeah, he's a problem because you know he's got darker skin and these things. But that's political, forgive me. So, all right, all right. Um, um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm like 17 or so and I'm on NCS, this program. And we're going to this old retiring home or whatnot, yeah. And I happened to get paired up with the oldest woman in there, yeah. This woman no, was, I, I said, like, like, like a Caucasian woman. Uh, she was 99 years old, old of age, like 99 years old. Like, and paired up with this woman, but she was like the most healthiest there. Like, me and her had such a great conversation about like life and her history and whatnot and like I could still I couldn't relate to a lot but we had a connection there do you understand mm-hmm. like there's always going to be something like human being hasn't changed like everything still the same like we're all just still the same but it's just the period of time that people have lived in do you get mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me say this. The reason why I framed um, my points that way is because one thing I don't want to see happen on this is where, especially with um, points like this that can be quite subjective and de- dis- divisive, Yeah, I want there to be both sides to be portrayed. Mm. Mm. Because it, it, it feels disingenuous to just have a, a a talking point especially like this where honestly it comes down to your personal opinion and to only have one side presented if you get what I mean mm. what do you mean tell us now so it just the, the points that you that um, the three of you have made they're all very good mm-hmm. points and they're all very valid points but someone out there listening might have the opposite view so I feel like it's always good to represent those views like coming like if if you can I'm not saying to um, go against what you what you personally think but if you can like see the the argument from the other side Mm, to mm. 
to present that as, and it, and it creates a it creates a discussion it creates a talking point it creates a a point for further discussion mm, as you can see mm, mm, definitely yeah that's for sure that's for sure and to be honest to, to answer your question as well i was going to say that um you know, when you're asking why is it that there's a difference, I was uh, going to say that it's a little bit like, um, say, for instance, when we when we work, we're all colleagues. So all my colleagues, they're doing my exact same role. Um, we all get paid the same, but with the same money, we then get the choice of how to use the money. So sometimes when I go, when, say, for example, if I'm to go, out with my friends if we were to ask ourselves you know how much money is left in the account some will say you know a lot some would say oh I'm in overdraft and then we were probably looking at ourselves like but what's going on like we really got paid the same but then it's our own choice we get to choose we've got free will and we get to choose how what to do with it and how to do what with it so it's the same thing with faith you know um God is the one that is the author of our faith to begin with. Uh, but then as human beings, we get to choose this style, you know, how to style it out. It's a little bit like when you've got a mannequin and you you get to choose how to dress it. I think with faith, it, it's kind of similar. Uh, and same thing with talent, you know, God gives us the talent, but then it's for us to cultivate it. Again, same thing when say for example you've got a garden my mom is so good with it um you, you if you're a gardener you can uh, plant different plants and you can do whatever you want but it it depends on how you do it so we we get given something but it's then down to us how to use it um and i think this goes back to uh, what Iman is saying was saying at the beginning of the conversation about mentorship uh, we talked about brotherhood today we talked about harmony I think um, as as we move on you know uh, we get mm -hmm. to understand the more and the more resources that are out there which is also probably one of the reasons why there's so many differences you know as um, in, in this generation we've got so much We've got podcasts. We've got YouTube. Insta, you type in, stuff will come up. We've got, you know, studies online, studies face-to-face. -face. We just have a variety of things. And I think this is a an encouragement to, to everybody because today, uh, you know, we were talking about crisis, difficulties, hurdles. And it's just to say that there's, there's so much out there and it's our responsibility to really, as, you know, others were saying today, to humble, you know, um, to humble and reach out because I feel like there's just so much that we can tap into uh, to get that peace that we all deserve. We all deserve it. Uh, but sometimes it's just that taking that leap of faith and just taking that step forward. Uh, it could be to reach out. It could be to go on our knees more often. It could be, as a friend of mine would say, cracking open that Bible a little bit more often or, you know, surrounding yourself with uh, like-minded people more often, just th doing things like being intentional. So I think that intentionality uh, is what it all comes down to in the end. So yeah, that's a little bit of my my summary on my side of today. Hmm. No, that was actually my words last year, you know, like being, being intentional, like I use that word a lot last year and I was quite focused on everything around my life being intentional and I looked at the back of my year and I was just like, yeah, yeah, it, pretty, it really was intentional. And then I've picked another word this year and then I've picked another word for next year. But what I'm also trying to do now, uh, I've got not like a like a I've got a word that I'm trying to conquer um by the end of the year as well. Maybe I've got like a few words that I'm trying to conquer, but I've got a focus, do you understand? Mm what word to mm. pick and just be intentional now now that I've spent a year trying to be intentional like let that intentionality let that discipline filter through to 
every other region of my year and, and everything I decided to do, like going back to what we were talking about, harmony, like the journey of faith is is not one that will will be forever constant. It, mm. it, it, it has to, you have to harmonize it to get. Mm. That would be my closing statements. Mm. For me, um, I just want to keep learning. Um, I've done maybe four mm. or five different discussions um, based solely around Christianity over mm. maybe the last two months. But in each one of those discussions, where I've stated that I want to be where I am now, um, it's always been the same statements throughout the discussions um, and nothing's really changed or improved since the first one so for me it's just one of those things of actually now going out and creating change um, so that the next time I have to answer a specific kind of question I can now say that I've progressed um, rather than just remaining stagnant. Um, mm. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what it is for me. It's just going out and getting a closer relationship with God. And to be honest, it goes to other areas of my life as well because there's other stuff like school, business and whatnot that I want to put more effort into and actually set aside time to study them properly. But it's like, until I do that, change can't come. So that's definitely Yeah, as for me, my closing statement, this is just a reminder to all of us that we have, we have literally just started our walks. Whether you started 10 years ago or yesterday you just started there's so much more for you to discover about Christianity to discover about yourself to discover about faith I want to encourage us all to take the time to cultivate our strength cultivate our strength cultivate our faith I'm sorry and mm. to strengthen it because faith I want to say is is part of the building blocks of our Christianity. And if you do not take the time to to cultivate and strengthen it, then when troubles and trials and tribulations come, you'll be easily broken down, easily brought down. So mm. take the take the time to strengthen yourself to secure a, a strong foundation in faith. I wanna... um, before you even um, say that, um, you know, thanks guys for being open, honest, transparent. I feel like we need to do it more often. Uh, and I genuinely feel that, that, you know, we just need to keep hearing that little, you know, we have to be that little voice at the back of their heads for someone else and that, you know what, you're doing well. So, yeah. you know, like, guys, like, you're doing well. Like, if no one tells you, nah, I'm telling you that you're doing well. Whoever's listening, you two, yeah, 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 like guys, not honestly, you're doing well, and you know, I'm just praying that you know God will crown our efforts. Because Benka said something as well, yeah. Um, and something that I um, have been struggling with as well is, um, you find yourself trying and trying and trying, but when you don't see the results of your trying, um, it becomes frustration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's when you get to the, that point of frustration, it's like a crossroads. Is it like you just want to pack in the towel or do you continue to persevere? So, 
we're just going to keep persevering as you get. And it's going to mm. keep building us, like, because we still made it here at the end of the day. Like, you know that, uh, cool. you kind of want to, you, you kind of don't want to test the devil, but you want to test the devil and say, what, what, what words can you do? Like, I'm still standing. I'm still here. Have you seen that my, my Mariah Carey or who was it? Dancing, I'm still here, here, here. I'm like a meme or something. <laughs> no, you lost me, bro. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe you can put it in the picture of the Wow. Yeah, no, you guys are doing well. Yeah. You too, bro. So, you too. Right now, um, and this has been C, G, C, Free. And that actually stands for what again? Christ and his community. Yep. Community, guys. That's where we started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, blessings and loves from Emmanuel. Christina. (laughs) And Ayo, we just want to say thank you once again. Um, we will see you all next time, same time, same place. Have a good day. Have a good night. Have a good week, everybody. Mm -hmm. Much love. Bye bye.